0: So I brought this for Palm Sunday. I don't we don't do a lot with the cross. Oh, oh that's Pat's phone now. <laughs> Love and forgiveness. Um I don't usually do a lot with the cross here at Unity. This was the only thing a palm I could find anywhere. Uh, everybody was sold out. Uh, in the past years it's just been piles and piles of the stuff everywhere I go and uh, this year I'm guessing they didn't get as buy as much and so what they had went quickly well according to the, our bible when jesus rode into jerusalem they spread palm leaves for him for, as it says in the bible he rode his ass into uh, jerusalem and he he did that on purpose because he didn't want to be grand he sent his, his, his disciples out to borrow a donkey for him to ride into town on to say, look, I'm not here to be grand riding in on a big stallion, on a big horse, you know, it's it's not that. I'm not wearing a crown, I'm not doing any of that. I'm coming into town and and it's Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. Metaphysically, Jerusalem means peace. Jesus uh, his goal was peace. And he knew he might have to die to get it. Well, according to the Bible, he did die, and we didn't get peace. And we still don't have peace. We're still fighting over it. Did it happen? Did it not happen? Did you know that every single one of us could have peace today, right now, this very second, and all we would have to do is choose for it? And we don't have to wait for anybody else to change. In order for us to have peace today, could our Palm Sunday, could that be what this represents? Uh, it's, it's, it's traditionally called Passion Sunday. It's about Jesus' passion. But the passion back then, when it was first called this, called passion, had not, it was not about the oh the passions of. It, it, it was about his trials and tribulations on his way to what the Bible tells us he died and then the bible tells us he he resurrected and then then he floated right up into the sky into heaven according to the bible and it's uh it's a great story it's a great story and and i'm, I'm willing to use that story for for peace for understanding the reason i liked Unity so much is because unity teaches all these things metaphysically. Unity shows us a way that we don't have to worry whether it happened in history or not. We don't have to worry ourselves over the literalness of, of the Bible stories. And we can use the symbols. We can use the symbols of the palm leaves. We can use the symbols of the cross. We can use the symbols. I, uh, I believe per, today is a day for purple. That's why I wore purple. Why Kenneth wore purple? It's very deliberate. <laughs> uh, well, that's why I wore purple. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> and Kenneth has a far greater religious background than I do, but he doesn't worry himself about that kind of thing. I worry myself about that kind of thing. Now, from the the Truth Unity website, I, I wanted to uh, read a couple of things for you, and, for all of us, quite frankly, so that we could understand this, this symbolism to a greater degree. Uh, It says, In man, Jerusalem is the abiding consciousness of spiritual peace, which is the result of continuous realizations of spiritual power tempered with spiritual poise and confidence. And Jerusalem symbolizes the great nerve center just back of the heart, which would be the 12 powers. It's the power of love. From this point, spirit sends its radiance to all parts of the body. Jesus symbolizes our I am identity. He's going up to Jerusalem, meaning our taking the last step in unfoldment preparatory to the final step. When the personality, listen to this, when the personality is entirely crucified and the Christ triumphs, the body doesn't have to die for this to take place. Let's be clear on this. Jesus riding the donkey into Jerusalem means the fulfillment of the time when the spiritual I am within us takes control and lifts all the animal forces up to the spiritual plane of mastery, purity, and peace. When the I am takes charge of the body, a new order of things is inaugurated. The vitality is no longer wasted. Through high and pure ideals, the whole consciousness is raised to a higher standard. The hosannas of the rejoicing multitude and the spreading of their garments and branches of trees before Jesus represent joyful obedience and homage that all the thoughts in one's consciousness give when an error state of mind is overcome. Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. And so what if the Lord they're talking about isn't Jesus, but it is God. Blessed is he that come in the name of the law. It is divine law. Blessed is he that come in the name of principle, that come in the name of spirit. Whatever it is, I like to think of that Jesus passion, the passion of Jesus was that God was first. God was first in his heart. Spirit first, principle, first, law first so that then he could begin to appreciate the people for the light that they were. But if he looked at the people first and God second, he would not be able to see the true light in himself or everyone else. And so this Sunday before Easter, also known as the Passion Sunday, I encourage all of us during this Lenten period, we're almost finished of Lenten. we haven't done much with Lent this year. Some years I do, some years I don't. And and what, what is Lent? Lent is twofold. It is the releasing of that which does not work for us, and it is the acceptance and the practice of that which does. What doesn't work for us? Duality does not work for us. Uh, gossip criticism, complaining, that's all duality. It does not work for us. What does work for us, the conscious awakened state of the Christ mind, active and present within us, active and present. I have a good friend who just used to hate himself. and he and he talks about this now and he found a mentor, who said you have to start affirming every day i am a unique creation of a loving and creative god i am a unique and special that's what a unique and special creation of a loving and creative god and he had the hardest time doing that and this is a man who He got off of substances. He got off of things like that. And 10 years later was sitting with a gun, shotgun in his mouth. And he had to give life another chance. And he found this mentor who said, you have to affirm. You can't call yourself these other names that you've been calling yourself. And I'm not going to repeat them here on the church microphone. But they were really unkind names. And he realized, wait a minute, I want to love my children. I want to love my family. I want to love. I really have to make that statement. I am a unique and special creation of a loving and creative God. I really have to say that. And he started saying that, and everything changed. Everything changed for him. He saw his family in a whole new light. This is a man who used to hate his wife because she went to Whole Foods and it cost too much and he was cheap. This is all his own admissions. Uh, He said, go to Whole Foods when you want to go. We can afford it. Why? Because I am a unique and special creation of a loving and creative God. Imagine taking, imagine taking that on. I am a unique, and you are a unique, (laughs) because you haven't turned it off. (laughs) I am a unique and special creation of a loving and creative God. Now, I have another friend who this past week took his own life. He used drugs to do it. So one could say he didn't intentionally take his own life, but he took enough to have a heart attack. And this is somebody I loved. This is somebody I, so many people I know loved. And so many people didn't know he had drug issues for a lot of years now because he hated himself so much. And nobody could ever figure out why this man would hate himself. Because he was wonderful. But we weren't in his mind. And we weren't possessed by the drug. You know, we weren't consumed by the drug. Uh, We just saw him and he was fun and kind and loving. And I haven't seen him in a while now. But I remember all the years in New York where I had so much fun with him. And we'd laugh, and we would talk about spiritual things, and we would talk about light. And he he had no interest in going to church, but it didn't matter. I knew he appreciated who I'd become, and uh, we just could have a good time together. And and so I see that. Now, here's the thing. I'm not the judge of what he did this week. I'm not the judge of what he did for years. But I have feelings about it. And I have thoughts about it. But I—I I, who am I to call it bad? Who am I to call it good? I'm here to say, know that he was a, uh, a special and unique child of a loving and creative God. And continues to be. And that's what I want to know myself as. So my, my other friend who's such a light to have taught me, oh, He's not the only special and unique creation of a loving and creative God. We all are. But we forget sometimes. Jesus, his point, his whole message was to help us remember that we are all a unique and special child of a creative and loving God. How many of you are willing to uh, know that for yourself when you spill a glass of water on the good table, when you drop something, when the weather doesn't do what you want it to do, when politics get the best of people, when you see creative unkindness going on, I promise that if we, as a whole, start affirming, wait a minute, I am a special and unique child of a creative and loving God, we will change that creative unkindness. We will shift it because we will begin to see our brothers and our sisters not just in light, but as light. On this Palm Sunday, let us ride our ass into peace. How often do you get to hear that church? (laughs) Seriously, let us ride ourselves into peace. Let us put aside how wrong everybody else is, except the ones, of course, who agree with me. Let us put aside those ones. There is strength in the name of the Lord. There is strength in the name of God. There is strength in the name of even Jesus. There if Jesus is your word, then you use the word Jesus. There is strength in the Christ. There is strength in the name of principle. There is strength in the name of intelligence. There is strength in the name of love. There is strength in the name of good. Now, what is the name you are willing to use? for you to remember all the time. What is the word you would use? Is it God? Is it Jesus? Is it Christ? Is it love? Is it intelligence, power, presence? Principle, law. What word or words work for you to awaken? See, a lot of years ago, I wanted to awaken, and I wanted to remember, and I wanted to remember 24-7. And so that didn't mean I wouldn't forget a 100 times within the 24-7. But I would remember a 100 times within the 24-7 because I began to get in tune with what, what I am in, in truth, and I began to get in tune with what you are in truth. And so people's behaviors mattered less and who they were mattered more. So therefore, it was safe for me, for my behaviors to matter less and who and what I am to matter more. And so we, we, I went into that and, and it was fascinating how it changed. I became less argumentative. I became far less selfish and self-seeking and I could uh, begin to be rather than to have I, or get. I began to be more and more every day. I was being, being me. And I rejoiced that every time I could witness light, it was fascinating to me. Oh my goodness, I just jumped up and down, sometimes silently and inside. But I jumped up and down for joy every time I recognized light. Even more so than I do now. And I still jump up and down when I see light. And I get a squishy feeling in my heart when I see light. I was like, oh, oh." some of those people we interviewed, I got to recognize so much light underneath behaviors, underneath confusion. I, I just thought, oh, there's light. There is a wonderful light there, and this person is going to pass this light along. And I could celebrate that. And when, and when the interview was over, I could talk to my teammate and say, did you see that light there? Wasn't that fun? You know, they're nowhere nearly ready to be ordained. And the amount of light showing will, will make such a difference in this world today if they choose to show it on a bigger level. And it's not about education. When it comes to showing the light, uh, education is more about learning how to articulate your light, but showing it that that's, that's innate. And that's the way a uh, divine willingness. Some of us have to work at the willingness. Some just do it because they can't not do it. That's so fascinating to me. Their passion, their passion for light, their passion for God, their passion for this word, their passion for people to wake up and realize who they are. When Jesus said, it is not me, but the father within that does the works. He told that to all of us. So it's not me, it's not him, it's not them. It's that light within, it's the power within, the principle, the law. There is strength in the name of what is inside of me. And when I came into the inner day, I used to have this great big God in the sky. And then I came here, and I found this little bitty God I could put right in here. It was still very human, but it's—and uh, then, and then the humanness left, and it, it's being, divine being. And it became so exciting, and it was an awakening. It was a divine awakening to, oh, I don't have to fight to stay awake. I don't have to fight anymore I'm allowed to be and I don't need another person's approval to be you don't certainly don't need my approval in order to be you just need your own willingness in order to be and then the awakening happens in the awareness i so admire people who can you you know they just love everybody They're not worried about people's behaviors. They're not thinking that will never end. And I've worked on that a lot this past year in particular. Uh, And through the whole political uproar and stuff, I had to work. where I, I didn't have to, but if I wanted peace, this peace that's mine, my Jerusalem, I had to begin to declare, wait a minute, people aren't their behaviors. People aren't their thought processes. That's not who they are. They are beloved children of God. And they could change their mind at any moment. And I need to become willing for that to happen. I am so willing that anyone who is hurting another being or themselves is awakening now and no longer needs to do that. I am willing that they awaken to joy now. And I'm willing that I awaken to joy now. I am willing and then I have to look at it and say am I I have to look within and find any critical place still in me that is attacking even silently attacking another being because I want to help the process along and I don't know when it'll happen I don't know if it'll happen but I do know that joyful people don't hurt other people so I must be willing that's my job. It's my responsibility is to know the light of God exists in everyone. The spark of light exists in all beings. And so I am willing for clarity in all beings. And clarity is not going to bring about a better political future. It brings about a human presence. Clarity and light and love is what lets all beings put down their weapons of mass destruction. That no one would need to kill another being because they are in love with light. So let us start right here above the Ford dealership and in the in your homes as you watch this in your offices as you watch this and listen to this I, I am willing I am willing to know that everyone is a unique and special cre- child of a creative and loving god and let's awaken to this spring. Let us come around and say, it's spring. It's a new time. It's a new day to let all good come into bloom that we may see. There's a good reason why this holiday comes at this time of year. Because we can Awaken to the freshness of the air, the freshness of the earth, the freshness of our mind, the new perspective. So I encourage us, I really, really encourage us all, rethink, rethink who you think you are and let go of any old stories. Rethink who you think your neighbor is and let that story go and let your neighbor keep being revealed by way of God so that you may continue to rethink who you are till you no longer think about who you are. You just are who you are. You are being, being you and love in its purest. Let's go on about our day and light, and love, and the confidence that we can put the old story down and pick up the thought of love. Are you with me? There we go. I heard a yes. That's one. One is enough. Thank you. Happy Palm Sunday.